Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MT Bank Center for Women and Business podcast. Today, our guest is Dr. Katie Place, an awardee of our 2023 2024 Research Award. The purpose of this award is to provide opportunities for women to achieve their professional goals, as well as to build a community focused on achieving those goals consistent with their personal values. Katie R. Place is a professor of public relations here at Quinnipiac University, where she teaches courses in public relations strategic planning, and ethics. Dr. Place's research examines the nexus of power, listening, and ethics in public relations. She has authored more than 75 conference papers, books, or publications, including peer-reviewed articles in Journal of Public Relations Research, Public Relations Review, PRism, Journal of Media Ethics, Public Relations Inquiry, and Journal of Communication Management. In this episode, we discuss her recently published book, Organizational Listening for Strategic Communication, Building Theory and Practice. Join us in welcoming Dr. Place to our podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. Place, for joining me today in our podcast for the M&T Bank Center for Women in Business. I'm especially grateful that you were able to join our podcast because I understand that you are now the author of not one, but two books, and your most recent book, Organizational Listening for Strategic Communication, came out less than a month ago. So congratulations, and I'd love to just ask a few questions about your books and about your career journey. Yes, thank you so much for having me today. All right, so my first question is, what inspired you to embark on creating these books, and what motivates you during the writing process? Yes, the inspiration came back in 2017 when I was able to be a faculty intern at Weber Shandwick. In one of Weber Shandwick's, which is a worldwide public relations firm, one of the leaders at the time said the phrase, we listen loudly. And I was so intrigued by that. I wanted to understand what listen loudly really meant. Like it's, there's an action element there in this whole PR firm. And the interesting thing, too, is when you think about organizations and you think about communications and business, um, the research has found that there is a crisis of listening. Uh, We are, in, in any business element, typically communicating or outputting information or speaking 80% of the time, and we're only listening 20% of the time. So these are some big issues that I wanted to solve. I, I really wanted to wrap my head around it. And so it was especially exciting to get a grant and and have the opportunity to do that first book, the Organizational Listening for Strategic Communication book that came out in June, to look at this area of research holistically from all sides. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I'm super interested in this topic, and I'm looking forward to um, buying this book and really digging into the the details of it because I actually took um, an internal communications course just over the summer with Dr. Um, Willis Kahlo and um, a lot of the topics that you know we discussed in the class kind of reflect what you just said um, so I've been kind of studying this very recently um, and I'd also love to know Um, just kind of more broadly, what advice would you give to early career professionals, especially women who are navigating their career paths and striving for success? 
Yeah, the advice I would give is don't give up any opportunities. I mean, any opportunity that comes your way to even as something as simple as sitting in on a, a call with the executives. If they invite you in that room, go there. And um, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity just to observe and to soak it all in. If you have opportunities to find multiple mentors in your internships, in your communities, at school, take all the opportunities you have to, to get that mentoring. And again, then those mentoring or opportunities or relationships are going to turn into hopefully your expanded professional network. And that's going to serve you really well going down the line. I wanted to ask just kind of broadly for those who maybe are listening that are not um, con majors or don't have a background in public relations or communication, just can you explain the topic of your, uh, your new book? And can you explain the concept of ethical communication? Definitely. So the topic of the book is organizational listening. And we think of listening maybe as something you do individually. It's something you do with your body. It's something you do with your mind to really focus in on all of those things around you. But organizations must listen too. They must listen to those diverse stakeholder groups or publics, as we say in public relations. And there are a lot of things they can do to listen. And so there is a model called the architecture of listening. And that says that organizations must have the personnel or the people, they must have the resources, they must have the infrastructure, they must have the funds to do the work of listening. But what I found throughout my research and other scholars out there, such as Jim McNamara, they found that you know, we've, we've got this great structure, but we don't have the ethical values to guide it. And we don't often have the means to actually truly implement listening. And so there's this great model we have out there, but we're not really, we're not really doing it yet. And so the book really helped to build out this architecture of listening and organizational listening to show, for example, I mean, there's a great chapter in the book about artificial intelligence and how organizations can harness technology, social media, artificial intelligence to really help them listen better. There's some great uh, case studies in the book. For example, there's one fantastic one about Amazon and how Amazon is trying to quote unquote, close the listening loop. They're really trying to listen and make sure that they take action based on what they listen to. And that's what organizations need to do in order to be ethical. They have to really think about, um, you know, not treating the people they listen to as kind of this means to an end or a way to sell or a way to advance their goals. We really have to listen to our stakeholder groups um, to in ensure that their needs are met too. Yeah, I think that's very important in the field of public relations. A lot of people have this notion of the field that it's kind of, you know, covering up or lying. And that is just such a huge misconception because like you said, ethics really play a huge part in the role of a public relations practitioner and, you know, how they serve an organization. Um, so I really appreciate you bringing that up. I want to know, have you encountered any specific instances where ethical communication played a crucial role in your own career, um, and if you'd be willing to share those experiences, what those might be. I have. I share some of these instances in my graduate 
law and ethics class quite a bit. But I did when I was working in the DC area in public affairs and not-for-profit communications, there were a lot of little ethical issues that would pop up. And being a new professional who didn't have an ethics class when I was coming along in my communications education, I didn't have what I needed really in terms of experience or mentors to, to really attack those ethical issues the way I wanted to. So it's, it's interesting how over time you, you just learn those ethical ropes through trial and experience, through maybe looking at some moral beacons, people who you really look up to, try to see what they're doing, or we've got, thankfully now, we've got really um, nice codes of ethics, the PRSA code of ethics, the uh, Society for Professional Journalist Code of Ethics, we've got codes of ethics to, to guide us. Um, so those are some things that I look to when those ethical issues did come up, but they come up and it's it's really hard when you don't have the background maybe to address them. It's really commendable that you've become kind of a thought leader in the industry um, because people really need to have those voices. And especially since you said, um, early in your career, not having, you know, a background in ethical communication, not having any inspiration or or um, guidance in that field. Um, it's important that you're giving back. My final question would be, um, what would you suggest to young women who are embarking on a career in either business or communication, um, who are really seeking to create a meaningful difference in their industry, um, and who maybe are afraid of not adhering to their own moral standards? What would you suggest they do in their early career to stand up for themselves and their own beliefs. Yeah, just that stand up for yourself. Don't discount your education. Don't discount any experience you've had. Those internships, even your lived experiences are so valuable and they will suit you when you get to the workplace. And the workplace is complex. There's always going to be something new or something different. Um, but just rely on your network. Rely on your network of classmates that you've had and, and don't feel uncomfortable going to back to your professors. Go back to your classmates to, to ask them things. Um, so that's my biggest piece of advice is really rely on your network um, and, and use this amazing support group that you've cultivated over these four years in college or beyond. Um, some of my best professional friends that I rely on today are still my college buddies and we keep in touch and we ask each other questions. And then, you know, we've, I've added new mentors and new colleagues along the way, um, but I really rely on them and I'm so grateful for them. And my other piece of advice is just bloom where you are planted. This first job or whatever opportunity comes your way might not be the one that you're gonna stay in forever but understand that every single experience is a fantastic learning opportunity and an opportunity to learn from those around you or to get some kind of little puzzle piece of work experience that's going to fill that larger kind of puzzle. And yeah, just don't give, give it all, give it your all. And then, you know, in a year or two, if you need to move on, you can. Yeah, well, thank you for that amazing advice. Um, I'll definitely be following that because I'll soon be <laughs> embarking on that early career journey. And I'm grateful for this time. That was my final question. Thank you, Dr. Place. And thank you, Evie, our special canine guest. <laughs>
Please check out the episode description under this podcast for a link to Dr. Place's new book, Organizational Listening for Strategic Communication. And as always, thank you for tuning in to today's episode.